0: My next guest, Jerry Bader, is a conservative Wisconsin radio host who recently found himself fired. He says because of one too many criticisms of Donald Trump and the conservative media agenda.
1: Yeah, I was on in three markets. My show covered a huge chunk of the state. And you know, I thought that's what was important in 2016 that while I was in a pew every week, I was a million miles from God, even though he was right there, Uh, came to Christ in 2016. talking pretty casually to god and i say this is great i know you're real now i know you've forgiven me it uh just changed everything that yes in the eye of the storm he remains in control i wanted to be closer to jesus as i tell people the more jesus i got the more jesus i wanted i have never looked back and have never stopped heard the call to ministry in 2018 and we have been blessed with a ministry in downtown green bay by mid-summer we had some what 60
0: yeah we had about 60 families we were serving up to
1: 220 meals and what almost uh, three dozen volunteers god just blessed it and blessed it and blessed it and as
0: I guess we can kind of get started. Sure. So I know we, we talked, uh, what, three weeks ago? Or something? Uh, give or take. Give or yeah. take, yeah. And so I kind of already know your claim just because, I mean, we talked and, mm-hmm. well, you're a pastor, so that kind of clues me into what the claim might be. But um, I guess I would just like to, to ask, just so
1: I'm clear, uh, what do you believe? What do I believe? So Obviously, we're talking the faith perspective. You know what? What do I believe about God is what you're asking, correct? Yes. Um, no.
0: Well, technically, we could talk about anything you'd like. But right. Yeah. We well, let's start there.
1: That. I mean, that's that's what brought us together was yeah. that I promoted our bread and uh, our, our baked goods and and pizza, you know, giveaway that we do Saturday mornings, and I quoted scripture, faith without works is dead. God is good and faith without works is dead. And you responded on Facebook, what does that even mean? Which led to us connecting and uh, having a really good conversation a few weeks ago about faith. So what I believe is that there is a one true God, that God exists out of time, He has no beginning, no end. He is infinite. He is omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful, omnipresent. That one's pretty self-explanatory. He's everywhere. I believe that God is triune. There is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All three have always existed in the Godhead. Jesus is not a character that was introduced in the second half of a book, the New Testament. He's been there from the beginning. He created the heavens and the earth just as the Father did. So I also believe that Jesus Christ came to earth as a humble baby, lived a humble life, died a brutal death, in atonement for sin. And there's a couple ways to look at this, sin versus sins. We are all born into sin because of the fall that is chronicled in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve, which I understand is highly controversial. It sounds like a fairy tale to those who accept um, the, the purely scientific explanations for how we are here. And, and as I told you previously, I try not to major in the minors that the, you know, what I believe is that Jesus is really God. Jesus really became man, that God the Father realized, because he's God, that there had to be a perfect substitutional atonement for our sin, and that was in Jesus. And... This week, so I read this devotional called "My Utmost for His uh, for His Highest" by Oswald Chambers. Oswald Chambers didn't really write this book. He was a battlefield chaplain in World War One. Died of a uh, I think a burst appendicitis. It, it, he didn't survive uh, emergency appendectomy. His wife actually put all of these together, and on April eighth. He wrote, our Lord's cross is the gateway into his life. His resurrection means that he has the power to convey his life to me. So we often say Jesus died for our sins. The Jesus on the cross and resurrecting three days later is not something that happened for me. It happened to me. And here's what I mean by that when i accept that as real i die with christ that is my old self i'm not a changed person i'm a new person and as jesus and others said all of that's foolishness to those who haven't accepted so i can't reason you into it and i know you expressed concerns that you might be able to reason me out of my belief. You needn't worry about that at all because I wasn't reasoned into them. Christ moved in my life. I felt the Holy Spirit enter me and change who and what I am. I can get into a lot more, but I've been doing a lot of talking. So you <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
0: That was great. Thank you. Okay, so sometimes I just like to repeat back just mm-hmm. to make sure I'm yep, yep. on the right track here. Mm-hmm. So I heard you say one true God. Mm-hmm. Uh, God exists uh, out, out of time. Uh, out of time. Yep. He's infinite, all-knowing, all-powerful, everywhere. Yep. Uh, Jesus came to earth, atonement for sin instead of sins. Uh, he died um, not for us. Is mm-hmm. that appropriate, us?
1: Di- he, di- he died for everyone. everyone. Ah, good question. Great question. Whether or not you have accepted Jesus into your life, that's up to you. Okay, let me give you a, a quick analogy I heard that's really good. Okay. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? No. Okay. I have been on two. They're all they usually they're all inclusive. Okay. Um, imagine there's this guy that the you know they, they do this ding, you know, for the meals. And okay. every time that happened, he opens up his suitcase and he takes out peanut butter and saltine crackers. Because Nobody told him the meals are included. Oh, okay. okay, so uh, he wouldn't think if I mean these these are they're like they're just like this homage to gluttony. I mean there's just buffets on top of buffet. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's like they are just trying to make you overeat. He had all of this for ten days. He never took advantage of it because he didn't know it was there. His eyes were never open to it all nearly 8 billion people on the world today salvation through jesus is there yes he he died for us but when we accept it it is something that happens to us but you have to accept it it's like the guy didn't accept the free buffet he was on peanut peanut butter and saltine crackers it's there for you but it can't happen to you until you accept it okay
0: okay I think I understand the analogy. Mm-hmm. Got okay. it. Okay. And then you said uh, you cannot reason uh, out or into a belief, mm-hmm. or at least this particular belief.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. This okay. Per- this particular I belief. Gotcha. It's not by reason; it's by Jesus moving in my life that I finally accepted He was real. Okay. So once once you accept Jesus, He lives in you. The Spirit dwells in you. Christ in me, me in Christ, okay. you know, for those who aren't aware, the um, the evangelical practice of adult immersion baptism, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then the person comes up, that's sim- symbolic of dying with Christ, you are surrendering your old life, the old Jerry Bader is dead, the new rose with Christ when I accepted him. Okay. I understand. Okay.
0: All right. And I, I guess my next my qu- next question I always ask, it's pretty much always the same. Mm-hmm. But I guess now that we talked about that, it almost seems like a weird question to ask. But I am going to ask it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes you believe that this is true?
1: I know that I know that I know. You know
0: that you know that you know. Yeah,
1: and here's what I mean by that. Outside of a microscope, have you ever seen the caravan or wrist that causes a cold? No, I... Because you can't, right?
0: No, not, not to my eyes.
1: Then how do you know when you have a cold?
0: Well, I guess the effects
1: would That's be a right. That's right, the, the symptomology.
0: But I guess I could have symptoms, but it, maybe it's not a
1: cold? That's entirely possible don't you ultimately find out though mm, usually maybe okay. i mean if i don't okay. have allergies so, so, so let's look. all right let's all right and i have here's what happens my allergies always lead to a cold the allergies mm. create a condition where a caravan which is you know gotten a lot of publicity in the last couple of years the common cold is caused by rhinovirus. so when when I get a coronavirus, I get the symptoms of having a coronavirus. Okay, so let's keep cause and effect in order here. Okay. When when I have a coronavirus And it creates cold symptoms, I don't need to see the coronavirus to know that it's there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, to your point, and others have said this, all right, could something else have created the change in who I am? What might that be? What, what could possibly, and, and by the way, this is nothing I haven't said from the pulpit, and nothing I didn't say to you the last time we met. Mm-hmm. I lied, I cheated, I backstabbed, I was a dishonest, immoral person. Okay? That person is gone. I don't try to not do those things, okay? any more than I try to sneeze when I have a cold, or try to have a runny nose. I believe it because I'm living it. I believe it because I have seen answered prayer. I believe it because I have seen God answer prayer in my life and answer prayer in other people's lives. I had lingering effects of... Unbeknownst to me, my wife and I think her co-workers prayed for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even notice it. She goes, your your cough and your wheeze and stuff are gone. This was like over a year after I... Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. Coincidence? Sure. That that That's the most logical explanation for an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. That's what I know that I know that I know. When you see Christ moving in your life every day, when you see things that once you would have written off as coincidence, but see God weaving all the way back how people connected, you and I connecting is, is, is God at work. I understand you. not nah, I just, you know, I had... I had free will choice. I could say, you know what? I just like to waste my time explaining this to this guy. Or the new, and that, by the way, that's what the old me would have done. You know, when, sure. when I got criticism as a talk show host, I don't have time for you. I'm the brilliant talk show host. I don't really care about your opinion because that would have been the self centered, egotistical opinion yeah. that I had back then. It's like, this is God giving me an opportunity to explain to this guy and then when you shared some of your previous work with me it's like absolutely this is an opportunity to to share why i believe what i believe
0: yeah yeah thank you for for being with me i really appreciate it and and with your change you seem like a i I didn't know you previously but you seem you're
1: blessed for that by the way (laughs) but go ahead you seem very
0: happy so yeah joy i'm yeah i think you're i think it's it's great that
1: Okay. Can I quick take that opportunity to explain the difference between happy and joy? Sure. Okay. So in Galatians 5, 23, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the things we exude naturally when Christ is living in us. Happiness is tied to our circumstances. We okay. tend to be happy in positive circumstances now some people who don't believe and i and i accept this somehow under their own power manage to have an upbeat positive attitude in dark circumstances it's rare i try to but for yeah but for right you try Mm -hmm. but for most people they unintentionally and unknowingly live on a roller coaster and a very taken out of context verse is philippians four thirteen by the apostle paul i can do all things through christ who gives me strength beforehand he said i've known poverty i've known wealth i've known opulence i've known it doesn't matter because my joy is tied to the knowledge of what's happening to me when this life is over that's what that's why i have this joy you know what the world can throw to me whatever it wants as Vince Gill said in a song, all you can do is threaten me with heaven. When this life was over, that's why I'm not afraid to die. I'm oh, not particularly anxious to, but I'm also not afraid of it. Because I know that I know that I know where I'm spending eternity. That's the joy of Jesus Christ living in me that you're seeing. I used to be miserable, mm-hmm. okay, because it was never enough. The, the next thing is, I couldn't enjoy movies. I couldn't enjoy vacations really with the kids because there's got to be, this is this is the desire that God's put on our heart that only he can fulfill. But we make the, make the mistake of trying to find that joy from the created and not the creator. And that's where you get people like I used to be, house is never big enough. The car is never expensive enough. The job is never gratifying enough my spouse isn't fulfilling enough because we are looking there's a god-shaped hole in our heart that only he can fill i tried filling it with food and i think i may or may not have told you this most of my life i was 80 90 pounds overweight i think you may have mentioned it yeah uh, that food doesn't do it um a better spouse doesn't do it i'm blessed i've had one spouse for 31 years nearly now uh Even when I was lost, God wouldn't let me screw that up. And, you know, so that what you're experiencing, what you're seeing in me is God at work, Christ living in me, me wanting to reflect who Christ is in me. And again, that desire isn't fulfilled by me trying to do that. And man, if you had met me seven, eight years ago, um... What I tell people is, if someone knew the old me, and they told they tell you I'm a ble- I-, I was a bleep hole. You go ahead and believe them. That's that's because that was real. Okay.
0: All right. Um, yeah. So this change seems to be uh, the only. Um, I would like to say reason, but I don't know if that word's even appropriate. But your reason for. For your belief i suppose you could say, um
1: shouldn't. no i have seen god work in in many other okay. people um sure i uh, it, it, well okay
0: but i guess but, this concept right is, is pretty, it's pretty it's important yeah i guess you get well say. i mean pretty- sure
1: obviously recognizing that i'm not doing this under my own power and also seeing it grow and it's a good time to 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 put this in so when you are saved It's salvation, you are a new person, but you're a baby, you're a spiritual baby. This is really why it can be referred to as being born again. Salvation is an instantaneous event. Sanctification, growing more like Christ is a lifelong event. And so how do I know this is real? Because if someone met me six years ago when I was first saved, had not seen me in six years, I, I, I hope what they would say is, boy, if you have you changed? And not talking physical appearance. Of course. I, right. I think I, yeah, but,
0: I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. but
1: who, who I am. If they said, boy, you haven't changed a bit, that would mean there was no spiritual growth. Mm. Okay? okay. Spiritual growth is like human physical growth. You're either growing or you're dying. Mm. And by the way, once you stop growing, you start dying. Now, we're fortunate it usually takes 80, 85 years these days, yeah. but you you are growing, and as soon as that maturity process is complete, you start dying. The spiritual maturity process is never complete on this side of heaven. So seeing, seeing, even after I was saved in 2016, some things that I've done, the regret, it's like, oh, I can't believe after I accepted Christ, I did that. I certainly would never do that now. Mm-hmm. Now there are still some things I do that I regret because I'm a human being. Being yeah. able to mark my own spiritual growth, seeing the spiritual growth in my wife accelerate after I was saved. Um, ah. When, when, when you know it, when you see it, you see it everywhere. Okay.
0: I'm w- wondering if if someone else can have this. A change happen. Is it okay if I call it that change?
1: I, I that's perfectly fine. Okay. It, the, or should I
0: use a different word that's there, more a, appropriate?
1: There's a uh, what I call a Christianese word, and we try to avoid Christianese that you know only another okay. Christ follower would understand. Yeah. Um, regeneration. Regeneration. Yeah. Okay. That that you are the regenerated you. Okay. And here's where yeah here's where change would be a little bit of a misnomer. Who I was and hasn't been changed in terms of his characteristics, same Jerry, yeah. but, but changed. Right.
0: That's kind Think of more I mean.
1: like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Pods in the Basement, if you're familiar okay. with that old sci-fi movie. It's, except this one's not evil. <laughs> okay. You know, in fact, that's kind of, I never thought of it. That, that movie is kind of a reverse of what happens in, <laughs> in Christ's following. Um, you are regenerated into a new spiritual being. Okay.
0: Do you think someone who, let's say they, they are an atheist at this point, mm-hmm. and then they, let's say they're living in Japan, and they meet it, meet some people, and they're practicing Taoism, mm-hmm. and they their friends, let's say they're friends with them, and their friends finally say, hey, come on over, practice this with us, it's going to be great, it's going to be awesome. At first, they're like, he's like, no, I don't really want to, but eventually they come in, and he he goes and meets with them, and does all the things that are involved in Taoism, I don't know what those are, but then he notices that he is a completely different person, that he's completely changed. Um, Do you think that that is a good indication that Taoism is true?
1: I can't speak to that because I also know nothing about Taoism. And I know of that, I know no experience of that ever happening. So Hmm. what I would say is if you learn of someone who adopts Taoism and they show Holy Spirit type change, let me know. And I would love to have a conversation with them. You know, I mean, hypothetically, it would be interesting to study. It's like, okay, did uh, my, my answer is until I see it happen, I can't comment on it. I've seen it happen many, many times of those accepting Christ. Okay.
0: Um, There is actually one of the random people that I've met online. Mm -hmm. He was actually a Hindu. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that he would use the same terminology that you use. Mm -hmm. He'd probably use completely different words to express um, what he went through Mm -hmm. when he um, went from, I think he was an atheist, but um, when he decided to accept Hinduism. And he said that all these things for him changed. And I wouldn't say it's identical to what you're telling me by any stretch of the imagination, but it is kind of similar.
1: What type of thing, help me out a little bit, like what type of things changed in him?
0: I I guess he was able to see beauty better. I think that's one of the things Mm. he said. He was able to, I don't know if he used the word joy, but he uh, basically expressed that he was a much more positive person. Um, A a lot of uh, things like that, I suppose you could say. Um, but I guess my my underlying question, though, is if if that does happen to someone, mm. does that mean that whatever claim they accepted Hinduism, Taoism, um, whichever whichever one you want to talk about, does that make that true?
1: Sure, it makes change true, and that and that's why I think the distinction between change and regeneration, and that's why I'm really beating that dead horse. Any. Earthly life experience can change you, right? I mean, I would, agree. I, I, I would submit that at some level, us talking twice may have changed you in some way. Perhaps. I know it's changed me. I, I know that that finding someone who is intelligent, thoughtful, reasonable, and willing to listen to other arguments um, and and have a, you know have a really good, productive discussion. Anytime that happens in your life, there's, there's a, it might be infinitesimal, but there is a, there is a change. Um, So any earthly experience, let me give you an example of one that I have. I have no personal experience, but I know those who do. Talk to anyone who's been in combat. That changes you. Mm, Okay. I would imagine. Now sometimes that is a religious experience so i don't like to use the word religious because religious and i think we discuss this ritual and that sort of thing mm-hmm. sometimes it is a spiritual experience um for people who do find you know there's the old joke there are no atheists and foxholes mm-hmm. but but there are people who actually do come to christ that way but for others it, it's a negative change uh, or it can be a positive change Life experiences can change us. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can be changed by helping the poor. You can be changed and, and it not be a, necessarily a spiritual experience. I, I know very little about Hinduism and Taoism. Mm-hmm. I, I would not pretend to have any working knowledge of either. So, I would submit that it's possible on what we call the horizontal or the earthly level to have a change in the same person. I would submit that I have never seen any evidence that the vertical change, having Christ create in you a new spiritual being, I would submit I have seen no evidence to suggest that can happen anywhere else. Through anywhere else. In fact, Acts four twelve, salvation is found in no one else, uh, for there is no other name given to heaven by which we must be saved. And, and, and what the apostle Paul is saying there in Acts um, four twelve is to become a new person in Christ. Christ is the only way, and that's how you're really going to hear me pound that new person, new person thing. Yeah. Yeah, change, yes. A lot of things can change us. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess, how would you determine if it was a life experience change or if it was a Christ?
1: Yeah, a, a spiritual regeneration. Spiritual regeneration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you for correcting me there. Yep. You have... It. You know, evangelizing would be so much easier if you could explain that experience or if you could transfer that experience. Um, You know, I think for me, and by the way, I know even a lot of believers don't believe this. I think I shared the license plate story with you, did I not? Yeah, You did. Yeah, Yeah. you know, that um, I had done some things that... I, I could not get past in terms of i said forgiving myself i will come to learn that i i did not um, accept christ's forgiveness i am blessed that i had Jesus speak I don't know people hearing this think it's crazy i had jesus speak to me in a license plate we we my wife and i sat with a pastor for um about an hour and he dealt with and he did it on a level of not forgiving yourself and don't feel so highly of yourself that you couldn't do something regrettable. Mm-hmm. And then on our way home from that, we, White Lincoln Continental got behind with the license plate 4GV, the numeral 4, GV, 4GT. And I'm looking at it. What does that mean? My wife Ramona goes, forgive and forget. And I call it my text from God. He's saying, I'm real. I'm here. I forgive you. Get over this and let's move on. Okay. Not everybody experiences that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just like someone who's been in combat can try to describe it to me. But the one thing they'll all tell you is I can't. You have to live it. You have to understand what it's like for someone who's never met you to have as their only goal in life to kill you. And all my dad would ever, my dad was on a ground, B-29 ground crew in the island of Saipan, and all he would ever say is, you will never get this until you're hiding behind a rock on a beach on the island of Saipan, and a Japanese pilot, nazuro is trying to strafe you and he's never met you because you, i can't i cannot possibly i can i can tell you of the experience but i cannot explain what it's like sure. to be in that moment i can try so i can't reason you mm-hmm. into accepting christ but you won't miss it when it happens okay
0: <laughs> all right thanks for telling me that story i, I appreciate it sure um what could, is there anything that could raise uh, your confidence, um, make you believe even more?
1: Well, that is what should happen, is my faith should grow stronger every day. Right. This, go, this goes to spiritual growth. And I just use the analogy with someone. I'll go back to what I said. If someone sees me, had not seen me in six years, I, if I'm not stronger in my faith, then I'm not growing in my faith. I don't know about when you were a kid. This didn't happen when I was a kid, but we did it with our kids where you get the thing on the wall where you mark their growth. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, you, you have to look at, at markers for your spiritual growth. And in terms, is there anything that could happen to grow my faith? It happens every morning. Psalm 143.8, let me hear of your unfailing love every morning, for I am trusting you. Show me the way to walk, for I give my life to you. Every morning, God shows me his unfailing faithfulness, and that, if I accept what he's doing in my life, my faith grows constantly. If your faith isn't growing, again, it's dying. It's one or the other.
0: Hmm. okay. I guess what could lower your confidence?
1: Can't think of a thing.
0: Can't think of a thing. No, I...
1: I um, now, okay, actually, that's a great question. I should not be so dismissive of that. <laughs> that That's a great question. Um, people allow, the people who've accepted Christ, and, and there's nothing you can do to earn it, nothing you can do to lose it. When you've accepted Christ into your life, you are saved and you have eternity with him. But we do let circumstances question our, now, have, there's there's a line in the bible a man says to jesus i believe help me with my unbelief uh, what okay that there are moments of unbelief it happens Sure. because we're human beings okay does our faith ever get shaken the unexplainable why would you let this happen why you know we're still human we've accepted christ but we are. why would why would a loving god let this happen Romans 8.28 For in all things we know that God works for those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Even tragedy. God has a purpose in the pain. But momentarily we forget that because we're human. So are there momentary... uh, I would be completely untruthful if I didn't say there are times I look up. Really? Why? And... When you've accepted Christ, he answer, God answers. And he'll say, look, this is this was the purpose behind this pain. We, um, My wife and I were convinced that at our advanced age, we were going to help a woman who had an unwanted pregnancy found, found when she had the amniocentesis test done, that it was a Down syndrome. Yeah. Okay, here, here, here's your plan, all right? We're in our late 50s, early 60s. We're going to help her do this because she's willing to keep this baby. She miscarried. It's like, I'm like, what? 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 And I was mad at God. I asked forgiveness and I'm forgiven. So, do things challenge my faith? Yes. My faith has never been reduced since I've accepted Christ. Okay.
0: I have a question I want to ask. I'm just in my mind trying to figure out how to ask that question. (laughs) Why don't you start? We'll see where it ends. Um, Should we believe in things in which nothing could lower our confidence in that belief?
1: The operative word there... Is things. Should we believe in things? Mm -hmm. Okay. Things, claims. Right. And this is again the combat analogy. You have to experience it to know it. Mm -hmm. Jesus is not a thing to me. He is a person that I know intimately. He is a person I converse with. He is real. Jesus didn't live, he lived. Jesus is fully God and fully human that didn't change when he was ascended into heaven. Jesus is someone I know. Again, because I have seen his presence in my life. I felt and I saw, by the way, the, light, the car, the license plate, a friend mm-hmm. actually looked it up. It is licensed to the Milwaukee area. It's registered to the Milwaukee area. I saw it in in 2016. I've never seen it again. So you can, again, you can write that off as coincidence. You can do whatever you want. Sure. Um, yes, there is a danger in believing in miracle cures where there is no tangible reason to have hope in them. Mm-hmm. It's desperate hope. Is it dangerous to believe everything you've, other humans tell you on Facebook? Yes, it's mm-hmm. dangerous. Is it dangerous to believe gossip? Yes, it's dangerous to believe gossip. So the other concept that I would I would continue to come back to you is the horizontal versus the vertical. When you experience the vertical and you know God is real, horizontal beliefs are just, it's completely different. It's, it is, I, yes, You should not have full, total belief and faith in anything that is of this world. These Christ followers are told, live in this world, but do not be of this world. And I think it's a mistake that some believers make, they try not to be of this world, okay? You know, the uh, centuries ago, when the monks build these huge monasteries to block out the sin of the world, okay? Well, that was fine until they walked in. (laughs) because they're human sure so sin came in with them and i think i may have told you this when we met the first time there's an old joke where a guy goes to his pastor and his pastor look i'm sorry i have to leave i found the perfect church oh yeah yeah and his pastor says well, don't join it you'll wreck it you know there is no such thing as the perfect church sure because none of us are perfect sure the vertical versus the horizontal
0: pause the video this is pierce from the future editing this video I'm about to say something inaccurate. I'd like to recognize that I had a brain fart and said Muhammad instead of Allah. I do understand that Muslims do not believe Muhammad is divine. That being said, I still think the question was good as a hypothetical. Sure. Um, do, do you think that someone uh, who b- believes in Islam and, and Muhammad, do you think someone can truly believe that Muhammad is is real and they talk to them and they can really feel it like it, you know in their heart that he is he is real to them
1: you know my answer to that would be this they can they can believe that and I actually need to become a much better student of Islam mm-hmm. um, I I don't know if Muslims believe that Muhammad speaks to them I- you know, it depends on
0: I know. yeah I, so some I, do, some I don't know I saw I
1: I will I will concede I and it's it's definitely a priority of mine to be more well versed sure. in in Islam um,
0: but even aside from knowing yeah, anything else about Islam mm-hmm. do you think someone can have that belief and have it really really close to their heart and just them know absolute for certain that Muhammad is with them you know
1: I, I I it's really difficult to answer I mean I I suppose that I would I would ask them the same questions that you ask me hmm. what 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 exper- experientially do you submit that it's Jesus and I've given you all sorts of examples right mm-hmm. I would have to hear their examples sure you know? what what experientially um, can you share with me? You know, um, Muhammad isn't accepted. Now, under understand that Judaism, Islam, and Christianity have have a common God, yeah. the 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 God of Abraham. Right, but where Christianity breaks off is the triune God and, and Jesus Christ. Jesus is acknowledged in Islam. Yep. He's a prophet. He's I've, I've heard him described as the penultimate prophet or, or the way others put it. And I think less accurately, the second most important prophet in, in Islam. Um, And again, I'm not claiming to be right about that. Just telling what I heard. I I need to become more of a student of that. So, um, you know, my again my experiences aren't transferable to you yeah. to make you believe but um, I have tried to paint a picture for you of, of the regeneration the transformation I would have to hear from someone yeah you know, I, I can't answer that question until I have and, and I've had some conversations Um
0: I guess what would you what would you want to hear from them like specifically like what could they say that would be like oh that's definitely true that definitely makes uh, Muhammad true Muhammad real
1: I, I I don't know that they could convince me any more than I can convince you minus uh, you know right. their experience is their experience what I know is the Bible is true it is inerrant. And it is sufficient, and the Bible tells me Jesus Christ is, and I understand this sounds circular, is the way, the truth, and love. Why, do you, why do you believe the Bible? I know it's true. Well, how do you know it's true? Because I believe it. I know, I know that, 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 that it sounds like that circular argument, but again, I, I cannot reason you into what I experienced. So all I can tell you is when I experienced that, I accepted the Bible as real, and the Bible excludes that possibility. Mm.
0: Okay, got it. If I were to bring someone in here, um, let's call him George, sitting Mm -hmm. right next to me, and I'm listening to you, George is talking, he's talking about Islam, Mm -hmm. you're talking about your beliefs, and I'm sitting here trying to remain neutral for the Mm -hmm. moment, but I'm hearing both of you talk. Who should I believe? How do I decide I would say neither
1: and 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 here's again here's why I say that I can only I can't speak for Islam right I can I can only speak for Christianity Mm -hmm. you have it's difficult because you didn't know me okay all all the way evangelism works is for people to see the Christ in you okay so let me let me give you an example um and i think i when we spoke last time i i did this the the foot washing at the last supper jesus washed the feet of the disciples normally would have been done by the lowliest of low servants slaves at the door i believe jesus told the homeowner don't have anyone there This is the Passover meal, which we now call the Last Supper, the night before Jesus was crucified. And the 12 disciples would have known, this is weird. There's no kid washing the menorah off our feet. They didn't care. They traipsed right into this fine Jewish home. And Jesus waits, and he waits, and he waits. And then he does it himself. And they're like, you, Lord, are not washing the menorah off our feet. It's like, yeah, I am going to do that. And now that I've done it, you do likewise. Okay, the the change. I was one of the most selfish people you would have ever met. Okay. Now my wife has to keep an eye on me, or I'll give our house away. Mm-hmm. And I'm barely exaggerating. I, this is this. I don't want to say it's tension, but this is why God put us together. Not that my wife is selfish. Don't misunderstand. But she. She is gifted spiritually in a certain way. We're saying, like, look, we know you want to help these people. I didn't used to care about anybody. Okay? All we are called to do is let Christ work in us and people will see the Christ in us. I can't reason you into it. So I would not I would not sit here and try to make an intellectual argument for what can only be understood vertically. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, vertically versus horizontally.
0: Okay. Okay. I I, I get it. I Mm -hmm. I really do. I think I do understand.
1: Um, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but I wish... Here's here's another way that it's put. And I may have shared this one with you. God has billions of children, but no grandchildren. Meaning, those who have accepted Christ are children of God. Mm -hmm. I can't transfer that Okay. spiritual DNA cannot be passed down the way biological yeah. DNA can yeah. so what I can do is show you the Christ in me I can teach you the the key elements of what Christ on the cross meant and I can pray for you and and do And that's those, you know, letting people see the Christ in us. Do what Jesus did. And start with, I would never try to do that in in the way that you're submitting. Is, um, you know, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. When you spend time with people, get to know them. Respect them as humans, as Jesus did. Love them and don't judge them. That creates the fertile soil for for. That's how God uses us in evangelism. That crea- He doesn't need us. I mean, right now God could. You would believe in Jesus Christ. He could do that, but that's not the plan. The plan is to use us. He doesn't have to. That's his plan, and that takes time. Evangelism is a, is a relationship, not an event. Now I know there are, there are devout believers who disagree with me and that I hand you a gospel tract that explains the gospel and and, and and that's how that works. And I'm not saying people haven't been saved that way and I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying that's something that God has put on my heart. So I would not get into an intellectual discussion. Here's why he's wrong and I'm right. I need to live that out with you. When, when Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, That's what he was talking about. Teach them Mm -hmm. all I have commanded you to obey. And surely I am with you almost to the very end of the age. Evangelism is a way of life. Evangelism is loving people the way Jesus loved us. And that is how, through his grace, they come to accept. No intellectual debate can do that. Jesus didn't do it with intellectual debate.
0: I guess instead of um, concentrating on, uh, I guess, convincing mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. else, rather, I guess I want to concentrate on what could either raise or lower your confidence. I, I know we we kind of already went over that, but I I am wondering if there is anything that could lower your confidence. Let I'd like to give a hypothetical. Sure. Let's say we got George here. He's been listening to you this whole time. Mm-hmm and he has he has accepted uh Jesus mm-hmm. he is we come back in a few weeks and he just tells you wow i've had this huge change mm-hmm. I, it's absolutely he's just saying it's unbelievable i never would have thought this would happened and it is just terrific right would that change would that raise your confidence at all would you be
1: no, because I I would never be surprised when that happens. Okay, um, sure. I would say, praise God, hallelujah. Um, you know it. Sure that I, again, yeah. That definitely. I, you know, let me think about that. Seeing God at work always increases your faith. Okay. But if George came back and he said, "Yeah, yeah, I thought about that's it. a crock," it's not mm-hmm. going to lower my faith Mm-mm. because. Everything is in God's timing. And um, I know that God wants everyone to come with him. And what I would do is then pray for opportunities to spend time with George in the way I just described. Or sometimes our role is just to plant the seed and someone else is going to water it. And we have to accept that. We have to be very careful not to mark notches. Oh, I saved another soul. Oh, I saved another soul. Because we can't save anybody. Only Jesus can save and he can use us. And it's always about the glory of God, not us. Bringing glory to the kingdom, increasing the kingdom for his, for his glory. And um, so if he works through us and George comes to Christ by God using me, I would think, and that, yeah, that would increase my faith. But if that doesn't happen, all right, you had a plan for me with George. But it, someone else is going to pick up the baton from here. Hmm. And then, then my job becomes praying for that person in George's life.
0: Okay. If, if someone were to not pick up the baton, uh, let's say a few weeks go past, and you hear that uh, George did something really bad on the news and he ended up um, not surviving that bad thing that he did, would, would that change your... Your thoughts on the matter at all?
1: So let's say George goes to prison, and comes to Christ in prison, and becomes an evangelism evangelist behind bars, which happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would pray for God's plan to manifest itself. Now, often what happens is I don't find out what happened to George. Right. Yeah. And that more often than not, I would say about ninety nine percent of the time um there is someone and be very careful here someone that um my wife and i evangelized to 2018 2019 life circumstances separated us and then COVID separated us Mm -hmm. we have not spoken with this person in a couple of years praying for this person constantly constantly and one of the prayers is if not us put someone in this person's life we met with this person a few weeks ago it's exactly what happened god put someone in this person's life Mm -hmm. and their spiritual growth is on steroids Mm -hmm. so okay is it to the unbeliever, is it a coincidence that we prayed and, prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, you know, plant, you know, watered the seed and watered the seed and someone else came along and and, and gave it plant, grow food or, you know, whatever. Um, no, it's obviously it's not to us. So, um, yes, faith can be challenged. Yes, faith can be grown, um, you know, by Seeing God at work is that—that's how that's how our faith continues to grow. But we can't presume that God isn't working while we wait. Whether it's there are people that have not yet come to Christ, people my wife and I love, we pray and we pray and we pray. Um, God said, Jesus said, "Ask, seek, knock. Ask, and it will be given to you." Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. Knock is persistence. Keep knocking. So, no, I wouldn't give up on God or George.
0: Okay. Um, hmm. I think I might just be out of questions here. That's great
1: because me. my wife just peeked her head in the door. Okay, great. <laughs> then we can. Uh, it's God, I'm telling you. Look at that timing. <laughs> that is good timing. <laughs> All right, before we uh, yes. completely head
0: out the door, I'm just going to give you this it's a magnet. Um. Just to remember the conversation.
1: Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I really appreciate this. I I appreciate you. And you. Uh, I wish there were a lot more people like you. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, if you're ever bored on a Wednesday night and you want to see what we do, we'll feed you and everything.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there you are. Thank you for that offer.